0: Intro
1: oh, music. Wait, that's not it. What? no good to Intro music. My intro Bounty music. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession.
0: You know what's less complicated this week, Rob? What's that? Coming in after that because... We're finally getting the kinks out of all of our our technology,
1: and I can actually hear that. This you time. heard it this time, which is Rob great. Did,
0: Rob did some work over this week. He's really he's really on it. He's good at homework. I didn't do anything. I just show up.
1: <laughs> yes, but it's you did. You did the me. most important homework though, because you have an amazing drink this week. I hear, which I do I not we, have. We
0: are very excited about the drink because, uh, you know, we ask y'all a lot to like make us some drinks for this uh, podcast. And there, is, there are a couple of you who have have, have risen to the call. Uh, and the couple of you I'm talking about are my wife. Um, my wife is, is <laughs> making drinks for us an awful lot. And I'm, we're going to talk about that in just a minute. But we're back. We're, we're back, back again for yet another episode of Banter, Beskar, Banter Milk. Uh, a Star Wars podcast. A Star right? Wars and, podcast. Uh,
1: well, yes, Mandalorian, right. we started, but sure. there's very few information about, very few. Did I just say that? Very few. Very few. Very the little. Little is the word the that the I'm looking year. for. Yeah, a little bit of information about the Mandalorian. So we're expanding our expanding right.
0: That's right. That's so right. We, are, we are coming at you. We are all over the place. You can all catch over us the place. on, on uh, uh, first of all, on Facebook and Instagram at Milk Podcast. Rob over here. Uh, I don't know which side of the screen he's on on your, <laughs> your screen.
1: Uh, on but your Rob is, one, yes. is
0: our master of social media. He's posting all sorts of Star Wars quotes and facts and interesting tidbits that you should check out. We are at Bantha Milk Podcast on Facebook and uh, Instagram. At Bantha Milk on Twitter. Right? Yes. If you want to tweet at us. Um, and Rob... We have our very own domain name
1: now, don't we? A whole .com and everything. We're not We've made under it. GeoCities anymore. If anybody We've knows made, no, GeoCities. No Angel Fire uh, Angel websites Fire, for yes. us. <laughs> We're not. Uh, we
0: are .com.
1: Uh, Check us out. We're putting yeah. up articles in there that have, uh, not that they don't have anything to do with our show, but separate articles than what we're yeah, talking gonna about. Yeah, I'm going to be,
0: I know a lot of you are like throughout the week when when you're between shows you're really thinking, what is Nick thinking about Star Wars That's today? Right. I think what are Rob's what are Rob's thoughts about stormtroopers today? Right? And I, you can I, check out Rob's thoughts on Stormtroopers.
1: Yes. And why they're such horrible shots. I have a whole That's article right. up there about why they're horrible shots. That's and right. It's all from up here. I not didn't get any of this information from anywhere else in the universe. That's Maybe scary. some of the stats I got from the universe, but the ideas were all mine. It's a horrifying idea. It is a horrifying idea, but But, you got to check it out.
0: Yeah, you check it out on our website because not only are we legitimate enough now to have a website, but we are legitimate enough that we have joined a family. We have a podcasting family. A podcasting and Rob, why, family. why don't you talk about our new podcasting family? I would love to. Well, I to. take a couple of sips of this. First of all, I'm going to show you this drink before yes, I get demonstrate. It looks delicious. It. What's on top? Are those olives those up are, on top? Those are cherries. Cherries. Are cherries okay. Right very there. nice. Oh, yeah, the real cherries, not those maraschino. Not drinks, maraschino.
1: But, These are the, legit yeah, cherries up know. on top there. Yes. Uh, so, so you
0: go ahead and chat about our new family. While I will do that.
1: So we are now part of the. Ears Up Community, uh, Ears Up Podcast, Um, check out their uh, website, earsuppodcast.com. They have their own podcast as well, which is amazing. It's all about Disneyland. Um, They talk about that all the time. Uh, There's another show in there called The Supreme Resort, which is Disneyland versus Disney World. They pick a ride or an event or the monorail or something like that, and they have a debate over which one has a better – monorail or better ride which
0: have you been to both rob
1: i have i've yeah. been to california What are your once. thoughts uh well the california one i love it for the nostalgic because it's the first one it's older i'm i'm, I'm sure. big a nostalgic i same thing i've visited a lot of baseball stadiums and i like the oldest ones the best because i love knowing that 100 years of people have played baseball in there sure, um, sure. same thing with disneyland like this was uh, that guy Walt. I don't know if you ever heard of him before. Walt Disney. His name is, I think. It I was, think he went by Walter. He went by Walt. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was his uh, his baby. This is what he wanted. So he he had a lot of uh, his hands in everything in Disneyland. And then, unfortunately, you know, uh, the Florida project was building as he was as he passed away. So he didn't yeah. have as much to do with Disney World as Disneyland. Uh, Disney World is much bigger. I've been to Disney World numerous times because we're on the East Coast. It's much easier to get there. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. I've only been to yeah, California I, once.
0: I've been I've been to both. Uh, I went on band trips, uh, okay. you know, in high school. Um, so I've never really been on like like a like a trip like you know with me and my wife to go to Disneyland or anything. So I don't I don't have a whole lot of basis for comparison. Sure. I'd love to finally go as an adult now, but
1: yeah, you know,
0: when you don't have kids, it's hard to justify the money.
1: It is very expensive both yeah. ways. It's very very expensive. Yeah. Um. So. Um, Check them out as well. Also, uh, on our web page, we have links to their web pages, and we have links also to their Patreon page, which any amount is amazing. If a dollar a month, two dollars a month. Yeah, if
0: you don't know what uh, Patreon is, basically, uh, you know, us us artists, we we uh, for years have been, you know, we need patrons, right? So we need people to help us to make content. So if you go to their Patreon and you listen to their podcast and you really like their stuff and you want to support them in any way, even a dollar a month can go to help out, you know, making new content, videos and stuff like that. So, you know, it's, it's enough so much so that, you know. You're seeing us here. That's right. We're, we're seeing you here. So any bit helps them, and they like to help us.
1: Too. Yes. And
0: you're going to see us on a couple of their uh, shows as well. Uh, tomorrow night, Rob and I – uh tomorrow night? What tomorrow night, it? yeah. It's today's Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Tomorrow's Wednesday. All right. Tomorrow night, Rob and I are going to be on one of their shows, which is the, the Supreme Resort, Resort. tomorrow
1: they're, they're doing a game night on their Facebook group. So go to Facebook. Check out their group page for the Supreme Resort. They're doing a, a, a game night on there. So that should be a lot of fun. We're going to be joining in. Uh, hopefully, not embarrassing ourselves too much. Mm. Um, whatever, that's it'll be, be fun if we do. That's to be determined. Yeah, <laughs> we, we
0: drink more on our podcast than do than they do in theirs. So. So, right,
1: uh, but if you check out, if you become a five dollar member on the on Patreon, then you get. The Ears Up Secret Show, which they drink on there, there you and go. they also are doing this uh, Quarantiki Room just strictly on YouTube. So you check out check out all their stuff.
0: Rob, Rob's a super fan. He's an Ears Up super fan. I am Up a super fan. fan. So, I love
1: know. I love them because I love Disney, and you know that's why I reached out to them because we're Star Wars. Star Wars got uh, bought out by Disney. They're Disney. We're Star Wars. So I, I thought it was a perfect meshing of the two, and they right, liked man. they liked our personality enough that they said that's sure. Weird. I know it's weird.
0: I don't know that I trust their judgment on that one, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, anyway. Anyway, I, I have been sipping on this drink, so I, I need to start talking about it. Why don't you talk about your drink before I talk, I'll talk about, about mine
1: that. real fast? A 21st Amendment, Hell or High Watermelon. It's delicious. It's a beer. That's right. It's a watermelon okay. beer. It's really good. And I 21st like
0: Amendment, it. a, a is one of, their of the sponsors. Network. Up. That's yep. right, which is great. So that's why I'm drinking um, it. Meanwhile, here I am drinking a concoction that my wife made. Now, I, here's here's the deal. Again, because of the coronavirus lockdown. By the way, in case you were unaware, we're still in the midst of a national health International health emergency. Yes. Um, so we haven't been going to the liquor store as much. Uh, also, mostly because we're in the in the process of buying a house, and so we're not we're just not spending money all that much. Um, so we've been kind of trying to figure things out. You might remember last week, it was just kind of I had some whiskey, Rob had some beer. So today I was like, no, I haven't gotten anything. I, I'm I'm having a Star Wars drink today. So I was going to go to the liquor store, and and my wife, Pagan, who's you know been on the show numerous, numerous times, uh, she said, you know what. I got you. And she made me a drink. And this is the drink right here. It is called the Miserono Binks.
1: Miserono Binks. Miserono
0: Binks. Right. So uh, you all know uh, one of the most powerful Sith Lords of all time is Darth Jar Jar. <laughs> dark Jar Jar. Um, and so this is an homage to uh, his dark lordiness. Uh, Jar Jar Binks, the Miserono Binks. Uh, I cocktail. hope the drink and- is
1: better than a Jar Jar ranking.
0: It 100% is. Now, Good. I don't know that we can give it an official ranking until Rob gets his say in it. Um, it can I will asterisk. give you my two cents on it. it yeah, official rating. Next,
1: yeah, it don't have an asterisk <laughs> next to it. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> also. On, as do all of them. Yeah. Uh, on our webpage, I am compiling a list of all of our rankings on, onto one page as well. So that will be coming out in the near future.
0: We, we, we might need the help of, of some of our fans with that too because even that. Is all over the place, but anyway, the <laughs> misereno Binks. Let's talk about what is in it because I've never had Misurino before, but my wife is a is a fan of Misurino. Have you ever okay. had Misurino? No, sir. All right, so it's an amaretto. Okay, right. I I, I guess that's an almond liqueur.
1: Hmm.
0: Who knew? So this is three ounces of pineapple juice with two ounces of tequila, uh, an ounce of amaretto, an ounce of lime juice, and two ounces of club soda. Right. And it's garnished with cherry. Right. And she actually did all nice and she garnished the rim with sugar. Um, Nice. And I will tell you, I'm going to take another sip here because we have to do that. Right. If you check out our our, uh, Instagram, you can see a nice picture with Rob's beautiful face in the background.
1: Yeah. Nick uh, did a a sneak picture of me in the background looking very determined to get something accomplished.
0: That's right. Um, Now, I told I told Peg in this earlier and she was very shocked. Uh, I might have to have them back to back because I think I like this more than the whistling bluebird.
1: Wow. Holy cow. It is
0: really, really tasty. It is very easy to drink. It is very smooth. Um, it's just like the right amount of sweet to, to that, you know, that boozy kind of think kick in the back. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna throw this up there at, at Baby Yoda Territory. My wow. Wife's over here in.
1: You heard it here first, folks. The very first right here. Baby Yoda. That's right. Bam. The oh, very I'm
0: second gonna... Baby well, Yoda. Well, the
1: second Baby Yoda. The second the the Baby t- Yoda. Both of which. Both it's of the which... first
0: Baby Yoda since the first Since the Baby first Yoda. Baby Yoda,
1: yes. <laughs> Holy um, cow. So Rob is going
0: to have to corroborate. Uh, yeah. Maybe Rob will have slightly less rose-colored glasses because he's not married to the person who made it. But I think this is fantastic. That's, that's my – and I think Rob would really like this. Rob this does not taste boozy.
1: Okay, pizza. You know how yeah. I feel. I don't like overly boozy drinks, so I do know that. I think I that would be that. A, a great one. So, you know, we're gonna have to put an asterisk next to it for now because it's now. it's only a one sided judgment. But maybe if this if this is ever lifted and we're able to get back together here in Bantha Milk headquarters, um, and then we'll have to try it again and see if that ranking stays the same. Uh, Maybe we should
0: just to save ink, maybe we should only put asterisks next to the drinks that don't have any irregularities. (laughs) Just, just the two or three that were straightforward. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the giggling Yoda, the Giggling Yoda does not need an
1: asterisk. No, nope, that, that was terrible. Terrible, 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 terrible. <laughs> do not have, do Just not try, never, will not even ever if, again. And the best part was when we looked it up, it even said, don't drink this. we yep, were like, sure We're going to we, do it.
0: <laughs> we had our warning. I was like, nah, it doesn't look bad. These all sound
1: really good. To, These you know. sound delicious, psych. Uh,
0: yeah, if you've been listening since the beginning, I think the Giggling Yoda was our second or third one. Yeah. So I think our first one was the Bantha Milk, and then we did the Qui-Gon Gin and Tonic. No. Well, and before
1: that, that, we also did the, uh, Greedo's last. Oh, uh, that's right. The
0: Greedo's last shot. Yeah, that's the, f- right. The first time uh,
1: we had the green drink. That's
0: right. That's right. So anyway, yeah, don't like, try well, the they, good one. They, Yoda. That's, they, that's not a good one. Yeah. Not good Whew. at all. So, well, yeah, yeah, this, one, gonna gonna this one, I'm going to cheers to my wife who has given us yes, some, um, cheers. some great drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, she has. Over there.
1: Two wonderful uh, drinks in a row. We would
0: love it if you would do the same. Now. I mean, this isn't. This wasn't that complicated. My wife found a good DiSorono drink, and she put her own twist on it. She threw in some club soda, uh, some pineapple juice, and what's that? based it on an Italian margarita. She based it on an Italian margarita. There so we go. She, Look, right? at that. Look, at that. Um, Look at that. So we want you to do the same. Yes. Send us an email at BanthaMilkPodcast at gmail.com. Tell us, hey, man, I made this drink. It's killer. It will totally beat your wife's and I will drink it. And ah. if it's better than hers, I will tell it to her in her face.
1: What? While you she's sleeping. Really nice. That's right. I will
0: I will drink it in front of her and say, oh, This is, wow.
1: better this than is yours. holy hey. cow. And then Nick will be sleeping on my sofa. That's
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So yeah, uh the the miseruna Binks. Give awesome. it a try. Well, and That's here's right. the other
1: here's the other secret. Um for those of you, if you can't find a true Star Wars drink, just be punny. Find a drink and then be punny with it and then send us a punny name and then bam, That's fine. suddenly it's yeah. a Star Wars drink.
0: We're a big fan of puns. We're teachers. We, we like sure words. are. We yep. like playing with words. Mm hmm. 100%. Right. All right. So. We are, we are going to go into a slightly altered version of a weekly, a now weekly. It started last week, so since we're doing it for a second week in a row, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it now weekly. Um, we do have a fun uh, new segment. What is that segment, Rob? Here we go. Jedi of the Week. We're gonna have to work on the timing of that, man. Well, yeah, (laughs) it's gonna have to be a little quicker than that.
1: Believe (laughs) me, that was that was tough. There's a there's a three second delay, so we can talk for like three seconds. Three, two.
0: So what
1: do we have? Yeah, a little slow there. One more time. All right, ready? Hold on. So, So
0: here's our new our new thing coming at you now.
1: Jedi of the Week. There we go. Better. All right. It but only took us a three times. This week, right? Yes.
0: You might remember last week we had our Jedi of the Week. Do you remember who the Jedi of the Week was last week?
1: It was the uh, Mandalorian Jedi. Uh, what was his name? He was the first one to have the Dark Saber, but I forget what his name was.
0: That's okay. I forgive you. Thank I you. Do. It's uh, So he was House Visla. Yes. All right. He created the Dark Saber. Tar Vizla. Tar, tar Vizla. Tar tar right? Yes. There we go. Um, So that was our first Jedi of the week. This week, we're going to do a little alteration. We're going to talk about the Sith of the week, right? We're going to go back and forth. Uh, I know I have friends out there who listen to this who want to talk about different Sith. I mean, Jedi, whatever. But I know there are my friends out there who have very distinct feelings about Sith. So if you have a Jedi or a Sith that you want me to talk about and you have information about, send me their name. Send me the info. I will include it on here. If I miss info that you think is important to put in here, let me know. But we're going to talk about probably the most important sith that we know about uh certainly
1: dark jar jar
0: the most power that's right darth jar jar of <laughs> course uh no um so we are going to talk about Sheev, our boy Sheev palpatine oh, you otherwise love Sheev. known as darth sidious yes right um so i love Sheev. you love Sheev. everybody loves Sheev or emperor right if you if you didn't catch that historical reference right there that was a dwight eisenhower reference right how many years ago was dwight eisenhower i don't uh, even know about six well, six six, yeah, or seven, six. at least six six six. seven years it was at least six or seven okay. years ago yeah oh boy uh but one of his uh campaign ads was i like mike you like mike or ike rather ike. everybody likes yes. ike for president right uh that's i like i like mike with something completely that
1: different day. that was that was uh this guy Hey, and, mikey he likes it and oh, also wait. this other guy michael jordan i don't know if you've oh, right, heard that of guy him before yeah he's he played yeah, he, some was like, he was like he was like eight sport. or nine years ago yes
0: Um, So Sheev Palpatine, Darth Sidious, here's the thing, he was born on Naboo, our favorite uh, place, because we were introduced to it in the Phantom Menace. We all love the Phantom Menace. Um, But there is a book, there is a book about a dude called Darth Plagueis. It's called Darth Plagueis. That's the name of the book. Uh, If you've watched Revenge of the Sith, you know that Darth Plagueis uh, is talked about by Sheev Palpatine, right? And he kind of hints at the fact that he was his master, because he was, right? So you you have this book uh, called Plagueis, and it kind of shows the before, the during, and the after of when this all happened. Now this book is not canon anymore, which is a huge drag because it's like probably one of it's some of people most of people's favorite books out there for Star Wars. Maybe not most people's, but it is on high on the list. It's, it's w- written favorite. really well. Um I have a problem with a lot of Star Wars books because a lot of them are are aimed at a younger audience than us. Mm-hmm. you know the nerdy 30, 40 something year olds just you know who like Star Wars. Um, but this one has a, uh, definitely a mature tone to it. And like, it's, it's pretty twisted, right? Some, some parts of it are pretty, are pretty twisted. Uh, like, you know, when, when Darth Sidious kills his entire family using the Force. Hmm. Right? So, uh, spoiler alert, he doesn't turn out to be a very good guy. Um, if, if
1: you're going to kill your whole family, I'm pretty sure you're not going to be a good guy. But, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this Darth Plagueis, Higo Damask was his name. Uh, and he was like this moon, if you remember the banking clan from from one of them. They had the big long heads. Um, he was called by Darth Tyrannus, Count Dooku called Darth Sidious a black hole in the dark side, which is pretty cool because he's like known as like the most powerful Sith ever. Uh, Mace Windu and Yoda were like considered the only people who could like even touch him as far as fighting goes, uh, which is kind of a bummer because the the Mace Windu Palpatine scene is like one of the most disappointing lightsaber scenes in the prequel trilogy. Yes. Trilogy. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you made Yoda and, and <laughs> Sa- uh, Saruman have this great epic lightsaber battle, but, but like Samuel Jackson can't like do a couple flips and stuff. Right. They literally just seemed like it, it almost reminded me of a new hope. You yeah. Know of the
1: original when Darth Vader was fighting with just one hand and just, Meh, meh, meh. Dink, yeah dink. yeah yeah um
0: so that was, that was kind of let down because like you know now they i think they're really leaning into making sure that everything's pristine and we see so like i feel like if that same movie were made today we would get a much different experience sure. uh, we could really see the kind of that power um i mean just to give you an example of the, the sort of power sidious was dealing with we all saw in uh the rise of skywalker right when at the end he sucked the life out of uh, the dyad of the force and then just unleashed lightning on on the world or right every, everybody now, up above yeah yeah now everyone's like a lot of people are like what that's crazy like he can suddenly destroy but that that's actually not crazy because in the legends before canon he had this thing that he did called force storm right where he could literally destroy an entire planet using the force and and creating a storm Right, so it's kind of cool that they yeah. they used that in in this new movie. It, maybe they didn't like say this is for Storm, but it certainly had to have taken some of its stuff from Legends. I would have to assume. Sure, that's my guess.
1: Okay,
0: um, but anyway, I think Darth Darth uh, Sidious uh, is probably my favorite. Uh, Wikipedia hole to go down because okay. you can go down if you ever if you never go on Wikipedia you gotta you gotta because there's there's like a canon version and a legends version right yeah for, for every single every entry.
1: character and every entry yeah it's really and cool. so like
0: you have to learn two different histories mm-hmm. of, of every character yeah. but it's worth it because he's a pretty cool guy Dude. anyway there you go. that's our Sith of the week our our very first Sith of the week okay it is it is Sheev Palpatine Darth Sidious if you heard any any anything that you thought was wrong which it's possible. Louie? I'm, I'm, yeah. Lou, Louie, I I, you know, I texted Louie. Louie, if you're out there, check your text messages. Yeah,
1: buddy. Uh, yeah. We come wanted on, you man. on the show, Louie, to fact check yeah. us live. But no, you couldn't I don't come think, on. I don't think Louie fact checks us all that much. Who's Does our fact checker? I thought that was Doug. Oh, Doug's our fact checker. sorry, Louie. Says. We want Doug on the show, yeah, too. Yeah, Doug, Doug come on down. This, come on we want down, to have Doug. you on the, on the yeah. show, too.
0: Um, so anyway. Yeah, so there we go. Jedi of the week. There it was right there. There He really got
1: the timing
0: on that one. He was ready. I saw him like. I kept looking down. I'm like, like, all right.
1: Yep. Anytime, man. Anytime. (laughs) All right. So, uh, do we have any Star Wars news this week? I have a little bit. There's not a lot. Um, John Boyega Hmm. was really cool this week. Um, A big big speech he gave about uh, Black Lives Matter, which was awesome. But then also, um, in an article I read about him, he says he's done with Star Wars and he wasn't a big fan and he only did the last uh, movie for a paycheck. Did you hear about that?
0: Uh, you know, I didn't hear that, uh, but I have heard some things that make me believe that it It makes me sad, honestly, because mm-hmm. it, I think it's the same thing with Rose Tico. I think it's the same thing with, um, I mean, Daisy Ridley has said it too after the movies, that like there's so much vitriol that comes from the fan base that like, and I think the internet has done it. And I, I say all the time that I think the internet is the worst and best thing that ever happened in the world.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Um, because it, like, the thing like people for whatever reason when they're on the internet forget that people they're talking to are also humans. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. and and Rose Tico, forget about it. She got like she had to. I think she deleted her Instagram. She page, deleted
1: yeah, like uh,
0: after uh, the uh, the rise of or the Force Awakens, not the Force Awakens. What was the second one? I always messed them up.
1: What was the second one?
0: Force Awakens, then the one that everyone tries to forget. Right,
1: that one. which you forgot. Right. And
0: not that... The Rise of Skywalker.
1: No, because that's, that's... The Last
0: a... Jedi, right. The Last Jedi, oh, there boy, you go. That's bad, man. Yeah. I really, really should have known that. And anyway, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah after After better. The Last Jedi, she had to like delete her Instagram, not only because people didn't like her character, um, but because people didn't like her character, that, I guess, meant people had to be racist to idiots about it. Right, and be rude
1: weird. and mean to her and everything like that, and yeah. it's just ridiculous. Yeah, which, which is like,
0: you know, just yeah. so, so, such a bummer. And I don't know. It's, and it makes, I think it makes act, good actors fear doing, to do a Star Wars movie because they see what the, the fan base is like. And that's oh, why yeah. I'm glad that Dave Filoni has the reins right now because he's doing everything right and he's doing it in a way that I think most of the fan base is going to get on board with because he seems genuine.
1: Yes. Um, and even but even if, uh, John same way both of them John Favreau yeah John Favreau uh, but, and Dave but if Ford they were, were to put out
0: something that like people didn't like uh-huh. would they then turn on them They put out so much great stuff, great stuff so far yeah. you know like I don't know it's a bummer I wish people you know if you're listening to this podcast and you're one of those people who like you know
1: I don't know like goes on goes everything, on yeah. people's
0: Instagram pages because, and tells them that they suck cut it out and, and yeah That's I mean stupid
1: it is stupid and like. They don't. They don't need that. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other, the other big news—not even big news, whatever—is that uh, Mandalorian Part Two is still coming out, or Season Two is still coming out in October. Oh, uh,
0: so is it all done uh, being filmed?
1: They f- apparently filmed it all before the lockdown, and they've just been able to uh, do all the edits and special effects and all that stuff during the lockdown. So John yeah. Favreau has said over and over again that uh mid october somewhere in october is when uh it's still coming out so uh, and then on the same note i keep reading articles about the obi-wan series is not dead okay. but they're not doing anything with it basically is what's what's happening right now there's some scripts out there there's some confusion as to who's going to be directing who's going to be writing all kinds of stuff like that so um I I believe that's
0: called production hell. Yeah, pretty much. I think I've, 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 and this is honestly, I've, I've read like enough Wikipedia articles to to know that like you know there's there's like this term called production hell where like things just kind of and they could stay up there you know for years and years. years, There are some great movies that came that have come out. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but they were in production hell for like ten years before they finally got greenlit. And they've gone to different uh,
1: studios and stuff like that, and whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so the Obi Wan series is still coming out sometime um they're still talking about it they have um ewan mcgregor said he read the original scripts and they were awesome but then there were supposedly rewrites and this and that and who's and blah, blah do blah. we know does
0: does filoni have any anything to do with that project
1: um he does not but uh what's her who's the in charge of all of uh
0: it's not deborah chow is it no uh um, are not deborah chow oh uh kennedy
1: Yes, Kathleen Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, she's still like, because she's in charge of all of Star Wars as a whole, so she still has some uh, meat and potatoes in there somewhere. But, yeah, so that's that. So they're basically the only thing. Oh, that and um, have you seen all the articles about uh, the original Baby Yoda drawings? Was no. not So there's, there's uh, sketches that were released of the original Baby Yoda drawings. Um, not nearly as cute as what came out. Um, oh, so they went it was more like pudgier, um, like you know, eight hundred year old Yoda has the the gray hairs on top of his head that are like sure, sure, you know, crinkly gray hairs, whatever. Um, the, oh, yeah. So so some of them. Oh boy. Yeah. So they they made some, they made is. a good choice by uh, going away from that and going with something much cuter. And yeah. Then, if
0: you're uh, if you're listening to this right now, check out our Instagram later on because we're gonna we're gonna post these because boy i am glad they did not go i feel like i feel like part of the the mandalorian success they owe to the aesthetics of baby yoda oh
1: 100 100 so let's let's uh, just be
0: be glad they didn't go with that while (laughs) you're
1: while you're doing that look up uh baby um darth maul there was a person who drew um images of of a baby darth maul based off of baby yoda um so, oh boy, so that he's, is adorable. Yeah, so he's super cute. He's got the little horns like Darth Maul, but he's got the big ears like Baby. Yeah, why Yoda is he the big ears? That's, yeah, the big ears and the big eyes like Baby Yoda. But then he's got the he's got horns. a double lightsaber. Yeah, so that's awesome. Um, so that's that's the most of the news that I've been reading about this week. It's been pretty quiet. I think with everything being shut down, there's really not much that they're able to do right now. So um, no. no, so what, what we are going to do? There was an article from Screen Rant. Um, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, which we've talked about this numerous times, including when we did our rundown of uh, all nine movies or 11 movies, our ranking and stuff like that. We talked about how we didn't, how the, there was no overall plot between uh, Force, Force Awakens or Last Jedi um, and Rise of Skywalker.
0: Right, an and, overarching, overarching plan.
1: Right, and so this article, there's 10 plot points from the Last Jedi that J.J. Abrams ignored, and we've talked about a lot of these about how, um, you know, he just said, "I'm not, I'm not even going with that. I'm going with something else." So, um, one of them. Oh, and this is another thing that a, rumor. I'm not going to say this is happening, but there's a rumor out there. Our good friend Rain Johnson um, is apparently signed on to do a new Star Wars movie. Now, Brian Johnson. Ryan Ryan R I A yeah sorry Ryan Johnson, Um, interesting not the Taiko Waitiki trilogy. I lost my power cord for my MacBook so I need to try and find that in a second. Um, Not the Taiko Waitiki uh, trilogy, but a separate just a single film, and supposedly it's going to be based off of your character your favorite character that was completely ignored Broom Boy.
0: Wow. So it's All a, right. Interesting. That's it. I mean, is that uh, something that came up in ignored plot points?
1: Um, no, this is something completely separate. I because read this that is absolutely
0: article. an ignored plot point. That yes. room boy like me. I mean, I guess you could just say it's it's literally just a breadcrumb of, oh, there's other people out there. But like, why put it there if we're not going to see some new force wielders in the next movie? Exactly. All so, right? yeah, that bummed me out. So that this did bum me out for sure.
1: This Ryan. um, Johnson movie is supposed to take place in the future, possibly Ray's teaching a whole bunch of younglings about the Force and stuff like that. Um, it was all speculation, but Rain, Ryan Johnson apparently is signed on to do a single Star Wars movie, so that will be interesting. If that is yeah, the I don't case, that
0: I would mind Ryan Johnson doing a standalone Star Wars movie. Right. It's just that his it just didn't fit. Like what he did did not work with you know, it didn't set up, I don't know, maybe it set something up in his own mind, but it yeah. clearly wasn't what was, what was set up to happen.
1: Right. Exactly. You know I mean? It's
0: like if, if he was doing the second and third movie, it'd be one thing, you know, all right, you gave me this. I don't like what you gave me. So to set me up for the next movie, I'll do this. But why take it a completely different direction? If you, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a filmmaker.
1: No, Me I neither. Like Star yeah, Wars I, I like Star Wars movies. So, um, so that's so that's that so supposedly he may be doing that. So number 10 uh, is Rey's parentage parentage After JJ Abrams the Force Awakens sparked an unnecessary debate among Star Wars fans over Rey's parentages. Ray, Ryan Johnson was expected to provide answers in The Last Jedi through Kylo Ren. He revealed that Rey's parents were simply nobodies. It might not have been as fun as revealing her to be Obi Wan's niece or something, but it stuck to Johnson's ongoing thesis that anybody in the galaxy far, far away can be a powerful, force sensitive Jedi. However, fans weren't happy with Ray's parents being nobodies, and Abrams retooled her to be Palpatine's granddaughter. So that's the first of 10, you know, facts or whatever. Right. So, that's, I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, I, I guess I get what Ryan Johnson was doing, but it was dumb. Right. I mean, they, there was very clearly things set up in in uh, the Force Awakens that indicate that Rey was not nobody. Right. You know Kylo Ren's uh, reaction, mm-hmm. and I've talked about this on this podcast before. When when he finds out that there a girl got away on the Millennium Falcon, he got he got really angry. Mm-hmm. Like that that was that was not just like. Yeah, I don't. That was that was planned. There was a plan for what she was supposed to be and where she was supposed to come from. That I think Ryan just decided. Nah,
1: I was hoping all along that she was going to be something like Obi Wan's granddaughter and Luke's daughter. Like somehow Obi Wan had a had a daughter that married Luke. They had a kid, and that's who uh, Ray was. Um, But uh, the fact that she went from a nobody then into Palpatine's whatever. Um, was, was a, a twist. That's um, yeah, strange. So here's here's the other one. You were just talking about this a little bit. Rose Tico being an actual character. Um, yeah. When he was asked which of Rain, Ryan Johnson's creative decisions he was most grateful for, J.J. Abrams named the casting of Kelly Marie Tran as Rose Tico. So it's strange that he did next to nothing with Rose in Rise of Skywalker. Train, it seems
0: that like you have grown an arm out the side of your head.
1: <laughs> yes, I have. I have children behind me now because I had a power cord for my MacBook. It disappeared. And now I have to get them to bring it back to me so that this doesn't die on me while we're doing this. So that's where the that nice. arm and everything came from. So we're getting that back. Uh, OK, Good. so it's strange that he did nothing with her in Rise of Skywalker. Train laughed out loud when in an interview asked about her Rose's arc because Rose didn't have an arc. She got off to a promising start in The Last Jedi as an audience surrogate, a sort of every woman figure embedded in the Resistance, but she barely even showed her face in The Rise of Skywalker. So yeah,
0: was- I don't know. It's I I didn't mind her character. I, didn't, I, I thought it was kind of shoehorned. I mean, I thought that whole, you know, go to the the casino and see how terrible the galaxy is. I mean, the whole movie just kinda seemed like Ryan Johnson's statement. You know what I right. mean? And so mm-hmm. I wasn't always just a big fan of her character to begin with. Um but I mean, yeah, it is weird that she she played such a big role and then they just kinda Yeah. Nothing. But but also I had heard that part of that reason is they had planned for her to do a lot more with Leia and because of Carrie Fisher's death
1: they had okay. to
0: cut a lot of that
1: out. So. Okay. Um, I don't know. So, and then that goes into eight, which is Finn and Rose's budding romance. Now, this, I just rewatched um, The Force Awakens um, this past week. And <laughs> Finn cracked me up because I feel like the first girl he meets after leaving the Stormtroopers... And I don't know if, like, stormtroopers are allowed to marry or anything like that or even... I'm going to go their, ahead
0: and guess probably not.
1: Take their helmets off or anything. I mean, you know, uh, they were always, you know, they always had their helmets on or whatever. So the first girl that he meets is Rey, and he's, like, starstruck. He's like, oh, a girl. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And then the second girl he meets? Although there
0: are female stormtroopers,
1: right? Right. So. Yeah. I mean, but maybe he
0: doesn't even know that because they, never, take
1: their helmets they never took their helmets we we off. They never took their helmets off, so who knows? They, they
0: could be very Mandalorian in their ways. I know? know, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, so, this is the way.
1: So, <laughs> so then the second girl that he meets is Rose. So he can't have Ray because she obviously wants nothing to do with her with him. So then suddenly he's like, oh, Finn and, Finn and Rose's budding romance. So in addition to not giving Rose anything to do on her own, Abrams also neglected to develop her butt burgeoning bu, what's the word here burgeoning burgeoning thank you romance with finn which took up a big chunk of the last jedi which is what you were just talking about at the end of yeah. johnson's movie rose stopped finn from completing a suicide mission that would buy the resistance some time to escape uh but also kill him then they kissed so then he goes ray a girl uh, Rose No 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 oh, Another he girl He say
0: it like that He screamed it Into the, <laughs> into the sky Directly Ray! into the camera <laughs> Ray <laughs> Oh man Sometimes I, I just want to know How much he got paid Per Ray Per Ray yeah. that he yelled Let's just, let's but just I, also, that... I
1: also want to say Like in The Force Awakens His Ray was much more manly And deeply Like Ray By the yeah. third one He was like Um, I mean, his his throat probably hurt. It probably did from screaming Ray so many times. (laughs) So, yeah, so he was like, oh, oh, well, Ray doesn't want me. So then I'm going to go to Rose. I'm going to kiss Rose. And then in the third movie, yeah, I'm going to try and get the girl that doesn't want me again. Uh, Okay, so this. uh, Number seven. Number seven, Kylo Ren destroying his mask. Now, this is a good one. I really like this one. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, In The Force Awakens, Ben Solo hid his vulnerability under his mask which I like that because you could tell he was very, he was very vulnerable. Oh, yeah. and,
0: and, and again, as we've said on this podcast, many times, I think that Adam drive would probably the best part of the sequel trilogy. Yeah. He did such a good job.
1: And, and in, in, uh, in the force awakens, every time he was angry, stand back because everything is getting destroyed, you know, yep. terminals, oh, yeah. spaceships, whatever it is, he's, he's, he's pulling out his lightsaber and he's, he's causing havoc. Um, I understand that feeling. I really do. Oh, totally. I've yes. been there. Yes, I agree 100%. In The Last Jedi, he became the supreme leader after killing Snoke, which gave him confidence to destroy his mask and present himself to the world. By the time the rise of Skywalker begins, however, he put his mask back together and begun hiding behind it again. So that's number seven, why he felt that he had to, He, you know, he got strong powerful, confident, and then he went back to not being confident in himself again.
0: Yeah. And and somehow he managed to stitch all the all the head helmet together with nice pretty red
1: glue. <laughs> with red glue. Which is nice. And I liked uh <laughs> who's what's the uh the traitor in the last one? What's his name? Um, oh, Hux. Hux. He's like nice job on the mask or something like that. Like...
0: <laughs> well, I, I I think Hux was kind of I don't know if they bring up Hux in this in this list, but I think Hux was underused because he I think he was awesome yeah. in uh, the first movie. Mm-hmm. Like he was he, he reminded me of Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. In that he was this cool, level headed military guy who wasn't like intimidated by Kylo Ren, just like. Moff Tarkin wasn't intimidated by Vader in fact Moff Tarkin outranked Vader yeah. uh, technically and and that seems to be that Kylo Ren certainly didn't outrank um, no. yeah. uh, uh, Hux in the first one they were bickering at each other and I don't know so it just seems to me like once the second and third one came around they changed his character to such a like a shruby little I don't know I didn't and yeah, it was a bummer like, for me because
1: he it was, he was, he was uh, turning like more like jealous of Kylo because look at that because uh, because you know Kylo Ren be- was the fact that he was you know force powerful he was now the favorite son so it's almost like they were they were two kids uh, yeah vying sure. for for dad's attention and since Hux wasn't force sensitive he was he was now the second favorite son and it was like making him a whiny little not as cool guy as he was in the first one
0: and and i'll tell you i was a big i'm a big fan because i'm a big harry potter fan
1: okay you know
0: so and he was bill weasley in harry potter so i was like there's my boy bill yeah and then they they did him wrong
1: they did him wrong yeah they did my boy wrong uh number six letting the past die there have been uh, arguments about whether or not the last jedi is actually about letting the past die since the sentiment is expressed by the bad guy But Yoda sums up the movie's theme pretty well when he tells Luke that he has to be able to let the past go without destroying it. However, none of this thematic discussion made it into The Rise of Skywalker, a movie that relied on fans' nostalgic for the past and shamelessly as the first time J.J. Abrams tried to make a Star Wars movie. So, you know, in in 8, they let the past die, and then in 9, they go, No, we're not going to go that angle. We're going to bring it all back.
0: I mean, but the past is cool. There was cool. They did cool stuff in the past. Don't let the past die. And I, you know, I I like. I th- again, I keep saying i we said it here because I feel like I'm a broken record. Um, but I like the idea of standalone movies and standalone series that have nothing to do with you know the big people. We, but but these are characters that we have followed because we love them. We, right. We've yeah. been, they've been around for forty some odd years now. Um, Luke, Leia, Han, like. I get that Ryan's thing was, oh, let the past die. And now we've got these new ones. That's great. Yeah.
1: Do that. Do that in your own
0: movie. Right. We want to. I wanted to see Luke.
1: Like a a rogue one, you know, or. or I wanted to see
0: Luke lightsaber battle the emperor at the end of this. You know what I mean? Like old Luke and old emperor. Like, you know, you know, in uh, when you first. Did you watch the Harry Potter movies?
1: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, the first time you see Dumbledore and Voldemort square off in, in the Goblet of Fire. Mm hmm. I, I wasn't that old when that movie came out. And I, I mean, I'm a nerd, obviously, but man, I, I lost it. Seeing that on on like just on the screen was yeah. wild. Yeah. Me. It's like the two big ones. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. so I wanted to see, you know, Master Jedi Luke in all of his splendor. And, you know, the the big bad emperor, like at the very end of it all, going, show, showing down. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, But we didn't get to see that, which is kind of a we bummer. We did not but get to see of- it past is cool i like the past you you saw by the way that video we should post that on our facebook uh there's this video going around of uh the ending of uh the rise of skywalker where you know i am all the sith and i am all the jedi uh but they they superimpose the force ghosts of anakin and luke and yoda and obi-wan um and it it, it awesome. added a lot. Yeah. It was so cool. And we you even add- saw
1: like like the Force Ghosts were like even using their hands and helping. Like, yeah, so, so, yeah. And which it made, made it so it made much the whole.
0: We are, I am all the Jedi. Yeah, thing, like make more sense. It made not, it so much. You are not more all sense. the Jedi, but all the Jedi are with you. And you know mm-hmm. they set it up. With Luke catching the lightsaber and with Yoda destroying the the tree, like they set it up with them being able to interact with the physical world. Right. That would have been such a cool thing to see. I, yeah. I like that we heard their voices, but it would have been nice to see them to manifesting see them. Yeah. physically. Yeah. And then when when he's boasting about I am all the Sith and there's no one behind him. Right. And and they're talking about I am all the Jedi and they all show up. that could have that big powerful moment. You uh-huh. know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. I'm not a filmmaker, but I feel like. I feel like this is something who is a filmmaker. They might've thought of that.
1: They should have thought of that. Yeah. And the fact that this other person, this random guy did think of it and did put it together, made it, and which made it even more powerful, made it awesome. Right. I was like, oh, that, that, it that just, as
0: they say is the T.
1: That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, number five, Poe learning to be a leader.
0: Yeah. What happened to that?
1: What happened to that? Throughout the, the whole, last
0: <laughs> the whole second movie,
1: <laughs> throughout the last Jedi, Poe butted heads with Holdo before uh, realizing she had a plan to save everybody with a suicide mission. OK, she could have just told everyone her plan instead of making them think they were going to die. But that's the decision she made. And it made yeah. him learn how to be a competent leader. In the Rise of Skywalker, after all the stuff is thrown out the window in favor of filling in a backstory involving a love interest and a history as a spice runner, it was a sharp left turn in Poe's arc that didn't line up with his previous development. Yeah, like <laughs> it's all true. Movies,
0: like you had movie one where he is the hotshot pilot, right? And after that movie, I went, Oh, for sure they're gonna make him a Jedi because yeah. how could anyone who's
1: be able not to maneuver yeah. be able to do that? Yeah.
0: Number two comes around and he's like, he's, it's all of a sudden we're in Top Gun and he's the cocky pilot. <laughs>
1: he's the Tom Cruise. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, And then, and, and he has to get knocked down a peg. Uh-huh. And then, and then comes the third one. And all of a sudden he's baby Han Solo running spice with yeah. his, with his helmeted girlfriend who wants to kill him.
1: Who wants to kill him, who's mad at him because he, he walked out on her one night and right? whatever. And like, he's like, oh, just, yeah. Yeah, like the, know, his man. his character went through three different variations of, of, mm-hmm. of, a, of a person. Which is a bummer
0: because he's a great actor and he did a great yeah. job. It just seems like he, they did not have a good plan. Again, this all could have been avoided yeah, and, if they and, had a plan.
1: And in the third one, they, I mean, they just called him general, you know, like, oh, general, general, you know, like, yeah, like, come on, like, he, I guess he's a general now. He's a general now, you know, like he's a general spice runner. But yeah, he's um, the model
0: of a modern major major general. Sorry, I'm not going to go into Pirates of Penzance. There you go. Uh,
1: number four, Ray accepting who she is, which is also whatever. Throughout the Last Jedi, as Ray tried to figure out who her parents were to have some people to attach her identity to, identity to, she came to accept herself for herself. She was content to just be Ray. <laughs> Then there was this weird thread running through the Rise of Skywalker, which drove me insane. I hated this part of, of Rise of Skywalker, where passersby inorganically asked Ray about her surname out of the blue. Like, I don't walk up to you and go, Nick, what's your last name? Nick, who? You know, like. But,
0: but it's like, it's not even that. It's like, I don't know. It, it's like if I were like walking on the beach right and i met yeah. a random person and i were you know i'm a friendly guy yeah hey, i want to start up a conversation yeah. and i'm like what's your name and they're like oh i'm steve good to meet you and i'm like steve who what's your last <laughs> what's name, your what last
1: name? I, Steve? what are you an <laughs> idiot like uh um, like, oh, yeah. yeah but how I, about how
0: about mind your business lady we're in the middle of a desert who yeah. are you who are you
1: <laughs> yeah Oh Yeah, that drove me insane. I hated the fact that it was like three or four times in the movie that they said, what's your last name? I don't have a last name. Uh, we're pa- uh And she didn't have an answer. Well, that's
0: almost as bad as, what's your last Who are your people? I don't have any people. I don't have any
1: people, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Solo. No. That was awful. No. Awful. No, no, no. That's look not at, how Look Han at me, film Solo.
0: That's a bad filmmaker. That's, who, bad,
1: <laughs> that's bad writing. You got to spend more than three minutes coming up with how his last name became Solo. Oh,
0: <laughs> I bet the guy who like wrote that line felt real good
1: about it. I too. know he's like yeah. he like wrote it. He
0: dotted the eyes and crossed the D's. He wrote that period and he went.
1: He went in. He went into the meeting and goes, okay. I've been thinking about this all weekend. That's it. I figured. I, had a, I was out...
0: in the shower last night. I up I had a shower beer. I had an epiphany. I had an epiphany. <laughs> this is it.
1: All right, ready? Think about it. They Han Solo goes to check in to the, uh, to whatever, whatever office he was going to. I don't and know. He was he's, in the
0: military. Yeah. He joined the military. Joined the military. That's what
1: it was. Yes. He was enlisting. That's what, that's who he was. He was talking to the guy and he says, what's your name? And, they, and he says, Han. And they go, what's your last name or what's your people? And he goes, I don't know. And the guy goes, solo. Boom.
0: Hey, there you, you go. Know, you know what I bet it is.
1: I bet it. I bet that guy had that idea. And he was
0: Han wait for it
1: wait for it
0: <laughs> wait for it like, here it comes bro we, we we know what it's gonna be man it's gonna be solo. it's right? gonna be solo. no no no, just no, no. Can, hold no, can, on. No,
1: just on i got I, wait just till just go you wait till you get to the backstory the backstory is <laughs> <Not> awesome he's <laughs> no, got really. nobody with no. him there's nobody there
0: boom so um yeah. yeah real sad really sad about that uh <laughs> anyway, anyway number, are we, we're, are we going we're all the way up to number three yeah we're all way up okay. to number
1: three already Making Kylo Ren irredeemable, simply by the fact that he was another masked villain with an evil empire and a connection to the Skywalker bloodline, Kylo Ren was always earmarked for a redemption arc. His make-or-break moment came in The Force awakened when he killed his own father. Which I hated that scene, by the way. Was sad. After that scene, telegraphed that Ben Solo was irredeemable. Boom, you killed you killed Han Solo. Speaking of Han Solo, nobody likes you anymore. Which would have been a nice twist on the trope that Vader's redemption started in the first place. The Last Jedi hammered it home with another make or break moment on Crate. Colin Trevor's original script for episode nine would have ended with Ben's redemption, which would have lined up with The Last Jedi. But J.J. Abrams decided to instead please Raylo shippers with an incognito in ink redemption arc in- so co-
0: Raylo shippers for those of you who might be of the boomer persuasion i don't know uh reylo is the the kylo and ray thing you know yeah. uh, like,
1: combining the two of them together it's like like it's a,
0: roy and pam it's a
1: ram it's thing, a ram right? yeah <laughs>
0: um and then sh- they're, they're, they wanted to ship them I just learned about this. Apparently shipping them means they wanted to put them in a relationship.
1: Oh yes. Relationship. I didn't know that. I'm getting old. There you go. Look at that. You're not hip anymore. So yeah. So instead of letting him be the bad guy, they decided to put them into a relationship together, which goes back to Finn where he, you know, him and Ray, he sees Ray. Oh, I love Ray. And then, uh, then at the end of that, um, you know, and then by the third one, he's back to loving Ray again. And then she doesn't love him. She loves Kylo, blah, 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 whatever. Stupid.
0: Yeah, wasn't a fan.
1: Nope. Number two, Luke's cynicism towards the Jedi Order. This one might have been for the best because even Mark Hamill objected to the changes rain ryan johnson made to the luke skywalker in the last jedi yeah yeah
0: he he wasn't uh, like quiet about it he tweeted about it he wasn't he wasn't yeah.
1: a fan of it uh uh in johnson's film luke wanted to kill the jedi order he was bitter after saving it once before and being betrayed by another evil family member sending the galaxy back to square one in rise of skywalker all of a sudden he was encouraging ray to follow in his footsteps His last Jedi sacrifice might have been motivate might have motivated this change of heart, but it was pretty jarring. 180 clearly designed to get fans back on side. So, but you said, you know, uh, Luke was tweeting about it as well, saying he didn't like that. So he was happy that they switched that all around. But yeah, he, he Yeah, he,
0: he definitely had a much more positive outlook on things after he died. Yes. For sure.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the clarity of death, you know, really focused. Him. Really
1: focused and really brought him back <laughs> around. He was like, oh. Um,
0: you know, I, I there was a lot of hubbub about Luke, you know, going into seclusion and stuff. And I think it was dumb too. Um, but there are some people who are like, Oh, Luke would never Luke would never like go that close to you know, to, to pulling a lightsaber on a kid. That's crazy, but like I think the point of the dark side is that it makes you do things that you wouldn't do. Right. Right. And like, like Anakin would never kill a bunch of younglings. I bet, but he did,
1: but he did twice. Uh, Twice. And
0: and like the, the dark side isn't just, I'm a bad guy. You know, the dark side is, is you get to the dark side by what? By fear, by Mm -hmm. anger, you know, and uh, Luke looks in there and he sees death, you know, he's afraid of what he sees. So yeah. It might in a second the dark side was like, dude, kill this dude. Uh I don't know. Yeah. People people like put Luke on this pedestal as to be like, he he is the the Jedi Gandhi, like he can't do right. anything wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But he he was he was a, a farm boy who was kind of a whiny brat and he had a a very quick in a very short amount of time he had to become you know, the big
1: the yeah. grand
0: master of the order. And so there was probably a lot of growing pains that went along with it.
1: Yeah. That. Oh yeah. hundred percent that and all the parkour pains too. I mean, we talked well, about yeah. that last time, you know, it's a lot sure of will. flips around and stuff. And then here we go. Number one, which I sh- didn't want to tell you early on, but number one is of course, broom boy. Here it is. Broom boy. The rise of Skywalker's most glaring disregard for the storytelling in the last Jedi is its refusal to acknowledge the broom boy. In the final scene of *The Last Jedi*, some slave children on Canto Blyke are seen playing. Yes, are seen. Come on. Play- I'm sorry. Are seen playing with a Luke Skywalker doll before one of them uses the Force to pick up a broom. This was seen as a symbol Wait, of hope. Hold
0: on. He was. He was a Luke Skywalker doll.
1: No, the, some of the kids had a Luke Skywalker doll. Also. Like, in that scene? Yes, apparently. Really? To this ex- I'm going to have to
0: double-check double, double check that. I right. did not notice that.
1: We'll have to, to go back and look. You might have to freeze-frame yeah. it or something, because it's I probably so. one of those, like, real quick things. Um So this was seen as a symbol of hope that the Force wasn't just confined to the Skywalker bloodline, which, I mean, we've, we've said that before, but we've also said that these nine movies were the Skywalker movies. Right. So... Uh, and the Jedi Order could live beyond Luke and Ray. Instead of following this up with Ray training a small army of Jedi younglings like many fans expected, J.J. Abram simply ignored it. So that was number one, which was yeah, Broom Yeah, Boy. I
0: definitely was. I mean, there was a, a time gap, a time jump, and we definitely at least got to see that Ray grew in her powers and things right. are different. But I was hoping for, you know, a lot bigger of a time jump, a couple yes. of years you know uh, a jedi academy setup of some sort you know i don't know i thought she was going to start going around you know recruiting young because if you follow along in uh like a lot of the extended stuff like the video games and and in the in the tv shows there's a lot of talk about holocrons that have lists of force sensitive children and stuff like that so it'd be great if they had you know gone around and tried to Help themselves well, by- maybe
1: that's where uh, the Ryan Johnson movie will. If if it in fact does, it it will go back to that again. So we'll maybe. have it, then we won't have it, and then we'll be back then to we'll Broom Boy it. again, and yeah, then right. Boy will be back again. That's so who right. knows? So this article was on Screen Rant's website by Ben Sherlock. Ben Sherlock. Ben Sherlock. So we took your article, Ben. We talked about it. Thanks, buddy, for that. Uh, We appreciate that. We appreciate that. Um, But yeah, so that was that was uh, ten things between episodes eight and nine that drastically were different.
0: If you do, uh, disagree or agree with us or if you have any other uh, plot points you think that were d- abandoned, yeah. uh, you know, there's a couple places you can let us there know. There
1: are a couple places, yes.
0: Like, I don't know, our Facebook yep. and our Twitter mm-hmm. uh, and our Instagram. We are Bantha him. Milk Podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. We are Bantha Milk on Twitter. You can email us at BanthaMilkPodcast at gmail.com. Mostly at, at that, I get a lot of stuff from Patreon and from uh if this, then that, or whatever, that thing you do with the social oh, right. media, yes. we don't get a lot of fan interaction there. Send us some emails. Send us drink recipes. This episode right here is called the Miserona Binks, right, named sure after a delightful drink right here. Yes. Uh, we want you to send us our next drink. Yeah, send us a drink. Make it happen. Yeah, we
1: could All we right? could talk about it, and you know, you can become worldwide famous for making the next yeah, great you, Star you, you Wars drink.
0: One of the few. And the uh-huh. proud that get to have a a drink on Bantam milk podcast, and we're you know, we're still fledgling right now.
1: we're just we're fledgling. going to the top. We're going
0: one day. Mm-hmm. and you could get in on the ground floor. All you, you need to do to. is send us a drink.
1: yes, please do. and then drink. you can be you can be part of history. <laughs> bantam milk, milk history, bantam milk history. but anything
0: else for the good of the order, Mister?
1: Um, I don't think so. Oh, uh, Taika Tycho Waikiki. I like him. He's he's going to be uh, supposedly they're casting him to, or not casting him, but uh, letting him get a a uh, three movie deal. So we'll we see like if that, that actually comes we out like because that. we we Absolutely. liked him in the Mandalorian. He was great as a director in the Mandalorian. Um, yes, so indeed. rumor has it that he may be getting the next three movie deal. Maybe going all the way back, like we said, to uh, the old republic, the old That's republic, right. yep. yeah. And they did
0: just launch a, a new era in the old republic, I think they're calling it the high republic mm-hmm. now. Um, so it does seem like they might be going back in time and like kind of checking out stuff before the current situation when there's are a lot more Jedi
1: around. And this, this is this is the part that uh, that I like because it's supposed to take place you know, 800 years ago or so, so we may see another baby Yoda. But oh this yeah, one being the actual baby Yoda because he. Was... No, I want them. I I don't
0: want them to do eight hundred years. I want them to do like seven hundred and seventy-five years because I want to see. I want to see adolescent Yoda. I want to see adolescent. I want I want to see, yeah, I want Padawan to see, Yoda.
1: Right. I want to see a Yoda that isn't like baby Yoda. And the Mandalorian is awesome. The child. His name is. But it's funny uh, if you watch the um, behind-the-scenes show on Disney Plus about the Mandalorian. They all none of them call it the child. They all call it the baby. Um, yeah. And that's all the actors and the directors and everything like that. So I'm sure John is going nuts because he's the one that tweeted out the one day about his name is not Baby Yoda. It's the child. It is the child. Yeah. So the fact that everybody I'm sure understood. I'm sure
0: at some point that will be relevant. Yes. I'm sure one day we'll go. Oh, that's why he didn't say. Right. He said exactly. it wasn't Baby Yoda Specifically. Yeah. Um, oh
1: boy. So, yeah. So it would be good to see a young yoda that can do damage and not another baby yoda because we don't need another baby yoda we have one of those already um i want to see all the levels of yoda baby yoda (laughs) infant
0: yoda toddler yoda
1: I i want to see i want to see a time jump a 200 year time jump in this movie where we see yoda being born and then we see a 200 year old yoda kicking butt
0: that's right i dig it
1: there we go so I, uh, all right. I don't think we have anything else. We got um, that's all. Um, that's again, perfect. if you
0: have anything for the good of the order, we want to hear from you. Send us an email. Send us a. Please like us on all of our social media. Share yes. us with your friends if you have like, nerdy friends. Like subscribe.
1: Click that I, I, button that's down right. there.
0: Whatever this button is down. Whatever here, it is, I'm right, sure right down below us. To... There's a button. Not, click on that. Not this one. No, no, not one. that one.
1: Yeah, that one over there. Oh, yes, right. that one over there. Perfect.
0: Um. Uh. But yeah, tell tell your friends about us. I know you've got nerdy friends who are gonna need. Something to listen to once we all start driving back to work, Mm -hmm. right? So uh, that's about it. That's Uh, it. All of us here at Bantha Milk headquarters in sunny, beautiful New Jersey, we have spoken.
1: We have spoken.